You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B O D I dot com. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Hey, hey, hey. I am so excited because summer is here and summer is fun, but let's talk about someone doing their best Jill Zarin impression. Let's kick this off with OC and all things Noella. I'm actually disappointed that they set it up to be like it was a Jill Zarin and she ended up being technically invited. So I'm like this, I w- it really would have been better if she wasn't invited and she showed up. You're right. I mean, they like, did kind of make it make it seem that way. And yeah, no, you're a thousand percent. I just can't stand Noella. It's everything about her. And we've been talking about, she's just doing too much, but everything is just like so extra and so dramatic. I'm like, you know, and she even said, I know I'm sounding spoiled AF, but I, you know, always fly private and I had to give up my private jet. I'm like, but how do you not know that you need a passport, not a passport card? And then she it's acting like it was like the biggest, like traumatizing experience. And she needed a margarita so bad because of it. I'm, I don't know. I'm just like, I can't really, I really don't have any sympathy for her. And I don't feel bad that people weren't waiting for her because she came late. She could have gone on a private jet and would have been fine. She, I mean, this is a woman who, and I hate to say this, but is getting her slice of humble pie and needs to come down a couple notches. When Heather Debro is not complaining about warm tequila shots and it's like exactly upset. and it's like you know whatever like you're asking yours chilled that to me tells that tells you everything you need to know and just come on i mean you're gonna eventually gotta put yourself out the market again like you gotta tone it back a little bit tone it back but um my take on oc so far i you and i've been talking about this and you guys know probably listening where i'm going with this but I'm like trying to get into it so much better than last season. I'm enjoying Emily. Emily's hilarious. I really cracked up before the trip when they're trying on swimsuits and Emily compared Dr. Jen to her daughter. That was amazing. That was like so great. She's very comical this season and like lighthearted. Gina's queen. But other than that, I don't know. I just, it's hard for me to like love this, these group of women like I do other franchises. Oh, for sure. Like I, I'm really enjoying, I agree. I'm enjoying Emily and I'm enjoying Gina. I enjoy them together. I enjoy them separately. Like they're not just like, they don't have to just be a duo. They're very funny, but I'm not loving Heather Dubrow. Like I don't hate her, but I'm not loving her. She's not saving the season. Like I think some people thought she would or saving the show. 
Shannon, I could go either way. She wasn't as obnoxious this episode because she was vacation Shannon, um, a little bit more fun. And this episode wasn't terrible. But when I think about how I get excited and how I feel about Potomac, Jersey, Beverly Hills, sometimes Salt Lake, it's been a little bit harder with Salt Lake with recent developments, which we'll discuss. But even Summer House and like, you know, Winter House, I was just way more excited every week to tune in where I kind of like, like, ugh. I guess I have to watch OC so that I'm ready for our podcast. Like, if, like we've talked about it. If we weren't doing this podcast, I would not be watching it live. I would probably just save several episodes to like, just watch while I'm folding all the laundry that I put off for two weeks. It's our laundry folding show guys. So yeah. I don't know that we need to belabor OC <laughs> and tell you guys like how much we don't love it any further, but. And some people are enjoying it. Like we do like uh, some of our Bravo friends that, you know, we like text with all the time are really enjoying this season. And it could be people who haven't watched in a while, but it's just, to me, it's not the OC that I loved and I don't think I'll ever get it back. And that's okay. That's okay. Well, something that we did get back. (laughs) So excited. Summer motherfucking house guys. And I, if you haven't listened to our interview with Lindsay Hubbard, but have watched the first episode, I definitely recommend that you go back and give that a listen. But summer is back. It felt so good. And truthfully, there's some twists and turns in this episode that I was not expecting. Well, you know, if you listened, like, we're not trying to be annoying. If you listen to the episode with Lindsay, but she did say on there, and I thought it was kind of weird. She's like, have you guys seen the episode? And there was a part of me that's like, are we missing something big? Um, and then turns out we did, uh, miss, like we didn't know about her miscarriage. Um, but before we even get into that, let's talk about this house. They have been upgraded in the best way. At first though, the way the front of the house is, I'm like, are they at the same house again? Which we talked about the dynamics of it was weird with the kitchen yeah. on the second floor. Yeah. Um, this house is incredible though. Oh my God. I'm like, well, shit, the ratings are good. And the house shows the house is reflective of it, that the ratings are good. They've really graduated. Um, I think there's a Bravo account called the Bravo bone collector. They did, we shared this to our Instagram stories, but if you missed it, they did all the different summer houses. If you want to check that out and they've definitely been upgraded, but damn, that's a great house. It's a really great house. My husband who watched, he really only watches winter house well, he started Winter House and then Summer House. Occasionally he'll tune into um, a Southern Charm, but he thinks that Austin's like just such a tool that he can't watch him, which I completely agree with. Um, but he, like the second that Kyle and Amanda got there, he's like, is Kyle going to bitch about his room again? And I thought it was really funny. Amanda's like, lay on the bed, feel the mattress. Like, you, you know, you always complain about this. Um, but they got a great room. Everybody looks like they had a great room though. I mean, it doesn't really seem like there's a bad room in the house other than whoever got the room next to the kitchen. Yeah, that would be kind of annoying. But other than that, so we also, we've got a new girl. I completely forgot her name. I Maya. She, Maya, thank you. I We didn't see much of her. This wasn't really an episode where she got to really shine, but there was so much going on and there was a lot to pick up with people who weren't together on Winter House, were together on Winter House. Andrea's back so many things to talk about but i love oh that. wait quick note quick note can i make a quick note sorry maya if you guys are top chef fans her ex-fiance that she talks about is kwame from oh, top yes. chef so if you're a big fan of top chef he's been a guest judge he was on this most recent amazing season which i highly recommend you go back and watch um 
it's it's interesting knowing that and watching how she talks about it. Okay, sorry, Abby. Well, she on. never mentions his name. I wonder if like that's intentional because he was on Bravo. Like, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure. It is. Um, but so anyway, but we don't really get to know much of her. She does say, you know, that she likes to cook and that she was, you know, engaged and it didn't work out. But what I loved is both Hubs and Paige are like, yeah, I'm kind of dating people. I'm single. Paige was like, Andrea is really attractive. And then Craig and I kind of hooked up, but like, I just like how she's kind of like, I don't need to be in a serious relationship. Like both of them are kind of enjoying themselves and, and living in the single life. And I I'm here for it. And I'm kind of excited to know that eventually Lindsay and Carl get together, but we won't see it on camera. So we're going to see hubs really probably have a little bit of a roller coaster of a summer with her, you know, flings. But we know that Paige and Craig actually get pretty serious while filming Summer House. So we'll get, kind of get to see different views of their single life. It's really interesting because I think about when I went to Charleston and I witnessed some of the filming of Southern Charm at Sewing Down South with Craig and um, why am I Pringle? They were having a conversation and they were having like the relationship conversation. That was in September and they started dating or hooking up in May. So it was just interesting. I was like replaying that back back in my mind of just like the progression of those two. But um, she was so much more lax about it. Paige is giving me like big dick energy in a woman in a way. She's giving (laughs) me Kristen Cavallari Laguna Beach vibes. Like I don't need a guy. I don't need a guy. Like yeah, Andrea's hot, but I didn't want to be tied down. I'm really having fun being single. So that was interesting. It was also interesting hearing like where Sierra and Austin are. And I just really can't wait to see um I feel like Craig and Austin need like a bad weather nickname I don't know what we want to call them but bad it's weather like, like a hurricane they're the hurricane brothers yeah. yeah the hurricane bros um come in the house and just like shit uh stir shit up yeah they really do um I'm looking forward to it. there's so much to look forward to but I also really love that Danielle was like yeah I want to be engaged like tomorrow I I'm like so I for her. I know. I and I don't just like love her. I hate that we know that and a lot of this is like we know from the trailer, so it could be editing. I just hate that I know that her and Sierra are gonna have a huge fight. Um, because I just love her. I think she's just so level headed, normal, and like it's so great to see her in a great real like relationship. Oh, it just like I don't know. I just love her. Robert seems like such a good guy. I mean, any man who like came in like last season and just whipped up like an amazing meal, like, oh, you had me at first bite. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also enjoy like hubs and true hubs fashion, like trying to get Andrea's side of his story about him and Paige. Like I thought that was really interesting and in how he helped her unpack her bras and underwear, which I would never have a man do. He is just like, to me, like the epitome of like a Italian, like flirt, like what ladies man, like, I think like he bring, you know, he still brings Paige and Sierra coffee in the morning and like I don't know I feel like he calls all the women beautiful and very um, European I mean I yeah, would he, like I guess you know what if it's Andrea unpacking my underwear I'd probably be okay with that but um, I would also let's talk about like, Andrea in his underwear oh homeboy's, my god homeboy's blessed uh, <laughs> yes he is and if you missed that I highly recommend that you go back and rewind because mm-hmm. to quote my husband he's hung like a horse he That's is what my husband packing said. some heat yeah. Um, we can make a lot of sexual references, but you guys get it. <laughs> he's, he's well endowed. Um, good for him and good for anybody that gets to uh, Ride enjoy that. his, his presence in the stallion. bedroom. 
Uh, all right. So the, they're at dinner. Of course, espresso martinis are going around. I was really thrown off by Hubs getting mad at Carl for him basically being like, are you dating Jason? Are you not? And like, in the moment, we don't really know anything. And I like, I didn't know. I'm like, oh, is this like Hubs starting to like show that she like is interested in Carl or like, did, you know, like it was like weird because we didn't know what was going on. And then we find out later, but I was surprised at how quickly she got activated. Uh, same. I, I mean, it was like very much like guys get off my fucking back. I also think, you know, knowing what we know now, clearly I feel like Jason, because of what had happened, I think just the mention of him was kind of a trigger probably a little bit and it seemed, it seemed fresh. Um, yeah. so yeah, no, but I was, I was not expecting that and how everyone's like faces and all of like their, oh my God, hubs and then, yeah. but then quickly we're fine. Like, let's go out dancing. Yeah. And then Kyle decides that he's going to stay out till basically four in the morning by himself. So it's just so, so weird to me. Like I, I, like I get like wanting to have fun, but I don't think I'd stay out to four by myself, especially like knowing I'm engaged. And then Amanda starts spiraling and calls him like 28 times, which seems excessive. But then we find out like, she does admit her biggest fear came true which was that he would get so blackout drunk, he would cheat on her and not even realize it. So like, obviously they're still working through some of the trust there, but then she reveals that he, like there was an agreement made with her parents that basically like, if she calls it off and he doesn't, cause like, and he doesn't get his drinking back, like get his drinking in order that he has to pay her parents back every penny. That like blew my mind. And I don't know if we would have ever found out about that if it wasn't for that scenario happening. Like if Kyle didn't fuck up so bad, I don't know that we as viewers would have known that, but it was wrong. That like my jaw dropped. I was like, what? <laughs> that is crazy. That is such a red flag. If your parents have to interject and say that, that's horrible. And then Kyle, like it kind of took me back to like college, like drunken me, honestly, because I've had moments of like, what? but not because Kyle, yeah. my Kyle was partying till 4am is more or less like your girlfriend trying to get a hold of your boyfriend. But I just was like, uh, I just, I felt so horrible for her in that moment. And when she broke his shit <laughs> and like, I loved that. I honestly, good yes, good for her. I'm all for that kind of, that my energy. favorite part was the girls pretending that they were asleep when he came in and then they all ran out. Like, yeah. he was probably like, did I just hallucinate people in my bed? I, I mean, I will admit, I was kind of laughing at him saying, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. And yeah. yeah. I also felt like it wasn't fair because she was like talking about like, we've talked about this in therapy and all this stuff. And like, and even on his Watch What Happens live experience, it felt like he was trying to say that she was partially to blame. And I don't understand unless she said, and it wasn't on caught on film, I want you to stay out as late as you want. Have a great night. Like, I don't understand how any of this is remotely her fault. He got way too drunk, stayed up too late. Everyone else had left. Like, it's a little weird. It's a little, it's a bit gaslighting. I mean, I thought the next day and how he responded, like he seemed more upset about her breaking his shit than the fact of like the why. And she, you know, clearly they've gone to couples therapy. I mean, I think she mentioned it. I just, in that scenario, you're in the wrong. You're getting married in three months. You do, you go get flowers. You do like everything to apologize. You take ownership, said I fucked up. Make Carl like 
you know, basically put a leash on you or give you the eyes to be like, you got to go <laughs> or you leave with me <laughs> when I go, yeah. put my, you know, go to bed and then start my early morning routine or whatever. But, ooh, oh my God. It was like, just, it was uncomfortable. It um, was very uncomfortable. And my last point on this relationship, knowing that they have gone through with their wedding and I will say like when the wedding happened and all the pictures, I was like, yay, like good. Like these two have gone through a lot. Like I'm rooting for them. Then seeing this, I'm like, oh. I know a lot of people did message us. They're like over or under on their marriage. And I like, I hate doing that. Cause I want to think I like, I would never wish a divorce on anyone. Um, but it does make me feel like I hope they wait a while to have kids. Cause I think they still have a lot they need to work through. And it doesn't sound like, you know, he was just on watch what happens live this week. It wasn't like this was previously recorded right after that episode or something. Like, I think he still has a lot of growing up to do. And I just, I don't know. I just, I hope they wait a little bit before diving into another layer of marriage. He needs to go to the fuckboy recovery school that Carl went to, which in I mean, return ends up being sobriety. <laughs> so I don't Carl know. too. Like he even said, he's like, my skin looks like, Carl has never looked better. And like, everyone's posting about it, but like, I think Carl truly now is the full package. Like he is a great guy. He's in a great space. He's supportive. He is someone you can trust and he looks very hot right now. He also gets boners and cramped cars. I mean, that's okay. <laughs> that was, that was shared on watch what happens. Live. I appreciate the honesty. I mean, I know, not many was... people would talk about that, but he did. <laughs> it was so um, weird. Okay. Right, the conversation. Let's, let's talk about, the, oh, but right before we get into that, I want to give props to Bravo, like production and editing with the caption and labels that they had for like, like Amanda in the spare bedroom. And like, just like, I like, maybe I'll make a meme and go back and like screenshot all the like captions and labels they did, but Bravo on episode one to already like, you know, be doing some of that. We saw it in winter house, like in the mid middle eight through the season. Um, all right, but let's talk about hubs. So she and Carl talk because obviously they got in a fight and he's like knowing her knew it was best to give her some time and let her sober up a little bit. But she reveals the reason why she got so triggered by it. Him asking about Jason is because she found out not too long ago that she was six weeks pregnant with Jason's kid. And then upon like finding out within like several days, she had a miscarriage. Um, and so it was, you know, just still very fresh for her. It sounds like their relationship might've actually been like over. And then she found out she was pregnant or it wasn't anything serious. And she found out and then she yeah. miscarried. Yeah. But I she think said she, she would have kept the child. Yeah. And she miscarried, I think the next day where she was like, I didn't have time to like process. Yeah. She said she was like, pregnancy. it started miscarrying the next day and then was in like the ER two days later. So just like, I don't know. It's just sad. She's been very vocal about wanting kids. Um, I don't, I mean, I, I hope that it works out that she has kids with Carl cause they're married and it's a great like partnership or even they don't get married and they're just lifelong partners. But, um, I just, I, it was like really sad hearing her talk about it. And I think it's also very brave because I think more people are talking about it that are in more of like a traditional, like married setting, but you don't necessarily hear a lot of girls in Lindsay's position talking about it. And I think it's just really great to kind of break the stigma around miscarriage and also so many people suffer in silence. I'm sure she was flooded with DMs of people with similar experiences, which I think is great. Absolutely. And like you said, she would have up. kept the baby and I'm sure thinking about that, especially like reliving this episode, she probably would have been like, oh my God, I would have been close to having this baby. I'm sure there's a lot of emotions yeah. that would come I mean, because they, that. 
typically go it's after memorial day um but it's before her birthday and her birthday is like late june so like mid-june this happened already previously but let's like it, you know she'd already miscarried when she got there but she would have been probably like i don't know i'm just let's just say like 10 or 12 weeks like yeah she would be close to like having the kid right now yeah. so just yeah and i'm sure she thinks about that no i'm definitely but i just thought you know, you guys listen to, again, plugging the Lindsay interview if you haven't listened to it, but listen to it. I think you get more of a, a lot of people are like, oh, they're plugging this relationship and it feels like so promotional. Like, yeah, they're, she's in PR and they, they want people to get to watch the show. However, I do feel like this relationship has such a strong foundation and friendship and just trusting each other and two people who have gone through a lot together and separately that I do feel like it's genuine and it's so sweet to kind of watch it unfold. Um, Carl and Watch What Happens Live shared that they didn't get together. Um, I guess there could have been a potential hookup, but mainly he knew, went into it like letting her, you know, he knew she wanted to have a good summer, be single. His voice even cracked when talking about her. It was that like was the so sweetest. Sweet. He was so nervous. It's just, ugh. I love it. felt love very love. real, not like for publicity. Like no, it felt I like love love. It's just like, yeah, it's really sweet. And Carl, I feel like, you know, you guys remember Carl's like fuck boy energy. Like, I don't think Carl does something he like doesn't want to do. I don't think he's that like a pushover type personality. Like he's no, I mean, you be... could argue that he's like too selfish at times or he used to be. Yeah. So, so it's, uh, I love it. So summer is fun into it. Um, all right, let's talk about Salt Lake City. Um, interesting episode. And we're just, let's break it down as if we don't know what ha- like transpired this week with certain posts. Um, I was really confused how Jen was trying to say, so in the car, we, it picks up right where we left off last week with like Lisa Barlow being like, I can't take this anymore. Like losing her cool, which who can blame her? And she gets up and kind of like, kind of come, like leans in towards Jen Shaw, like kind of like, if you want to get me, get me. Like, I think she's almost like, I'm sick of you yelling at me. Just hit me or something. And then Jen starts, like, I just love how Jen's like, Lisa came for me. And like, you know, Meredith and Mary are ruining my life. And like, you, you made a note about this. Like she is so trying to change the narrative that she's like this innocent victim and everybody is like bringing her down. I, it, it's mind blowing to me, the world that Jen Shaw lives in, that she it literally- is- has no, no ounce of guilt. No. Well, and like no sense of ownership too. Like it's, it's fucking wild. And truthfully, the fan base went in harder on EJ than they have been on Jen Shaw. I agree. Side note. Like I, I think Jen Shaw is more dial. EJ, I mean, has always been kind of cold hearted. So she doesn't have an ounce of like a warmth in her, but damn, I'm like, I don't know. It's just honestly wild to watch it progress. And it was so fascinating to me how they went from literally going to like kill each other then to hugging it out. It like yeah. really reminded me of my toddler um, when they get in a tantrum and you're like, they're freaking out and hate you. And then next thing you yeah. know, they're like, I love you, mommy. <laughs> it's so yeah. You're weird. like, wait, what? I mean, I did like Jenny in that moment where she was like, he was ready to do something. Like she was like, basically like took off her earring. She was, I mean, she wasn't going to let anybody get hurt. I really, I really like that. But I, I also feel like it was funny because Jen was basically saying that she thinks 
Mary and Meredith pur purposely tipped off the feds so she'd get arrested. And I just, I'm like, again, this is the delusion. I'm like, Mary, or not Mary, Jen, do you understand how the feds work? Mary and Meredith, like just saying, hey, we think she's doing shady shit, but we don't know what. Like the feds aren't gonna then like raid her home and arrest her and Stuart on somebody like, Tr like trying on a hunch, you know, like, I just, I'm like, you are so delusional that you truly think that somebody can just call the feds and be like, something's going on. And they're going to just arrest you out of the blue. Like it was just kind of mind blowing to me that she truly thinks that somehow Mary and Meredith are to blame for her arrest. And I wish someone would have spoken up about that. Like, I wish someone like Whitney, for instance, this would have been a perfect thing for Whitney and be like, uh, Jen, like all due respect, do you know how this works? Like, yeah. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just wish somebody would at least said something about yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, just been like, uh, no, Jen, like they don't, they might have like, they might've known something because they might have been like, hey, we suspect something's going on and maybe they were questioned, but they alone cannot be the reason why she got arrested. Um, so the delusion continues, but okay. So I was really confused how Whitney became host of this event, <laughs> but it seemed like she did or of this weekend. And she decides to plan like a, they're, you know, in this like deserty area. And she decides to plan like a spiritual day for all of them to kind of like try to let go of everything, like healing and come together. And I thought it was extremely rude that Meredith and Mary were just like, yep, we're just going to be like extremely late to this. Like they really didn't care. They didn't like text her and say, we're running late. We'll meet you there. Mary shows up like midway through and was like, this is stupid. People are doing drums. Like, I just thought the whole thing was like rude. Like, just don't go then and say, I'm not going to go to this. Like, don't mock it. I would have like, I think Whitney should be like, listen, if you're not on the bus at this time, I'm trying to think of what housewife would have truly like left and not given them that much grace. But if you're not on the bus at this time, um, don't bother showing up. Bye. Like, I feel like I'm trying to think of what housewife who's like really big on time. Teddy. Like, Teddy. Yes. Or like Vanderpump. I can yeah, see, like, like, just, like, don't even bother. Like, don't show up. Yeah, I, I think, too, it should be one of those things. Like, she should have just texted, like, the van's left. We'll see you guys back at the house. Yeah, I think she just really, and I get, she really wanted it, like, to somehow be something that they all shared, and maybe they could all come together. But I don't know. I just thought, I was, I just thought it was extremely rude. And I was kind of surprised by Meredith, who acts like she's this, like, you know, I'm going to establish these rules and boundaries and all this, and really had no care for anybody else's no um, oh, two people other people huger and karen huger and the oh countess. yeah the countess of course would have had oh the countess the countess would have yeah she probably would have left and used it as an opportunity to like really um <laughs> give them a lesson on, on class and elegance but yeah so then we it ends up being like part of the evening's kind of ruined because there were other things she wanted to do but then it got dark and she has this like beautiful dinner planned for them and they sit down and everyone starts talking. And like, you made a note of this. I'm just so confused how like Whitney and Heather, even Lisa and, and Jenny, like basically like seem to have no issue with Jen Shaw when they all had a huge issue when like on the previous trip. It just, it's so bizarre to me. Like nobody's like calling her out or like, yeah, basically saying like, this is not how the feds work. Like, they're almost like perpetuating this in Jen's mind that like Meredith and Mary are to blame. Yeah, no. And I, I think about Beverly Hills and how much the women grilled EJ on everything. Like, well, then how did this happen? How did that happen? Like literally 
grilled her. And I know that Jen may be told, advised by lawyers to not say anything because it is an ongoing investigation and she's the one who's being charged versus EJ, who was just more so, um, a, I don't, a, I don't want to use the word victim, but it was the product of her situation. Like yeah. she's connected to this person. Um, but I, I would have, I would like to hear Jen as a viewer. I would like to hear Jen said, I can't talk about this on camera. Like I, I would have been open to that fourth wall, but I feel like they shouldn't be grilling her it's yeah. weird there's like salt lake has this energy where people are like scared of people you yeah, know like, like oh we can't talk about that we're not no, talking about that. like mary all the things with the church like they go in on it but then they immediately step back and then the same yeah. thing with jen like it just feels like no one's really going there and they're going at it with the wrong people i agree yeah, it's it, like it's very confusing. And then the, even the things they're posting about, I'm like, I am so, I'm just so confused on some of these posts. And, um, and, and some of the things too, I'm like, I wonder, I'm like, are they really talking about what we think they're talking about? Like, and we'll, we'll discuss some of it in our Patreon related to Jenny's Facebook post, but it's just kind of, I don't know, I'm just very confused by it all. Um, and then we get, we get what we thought was going to be the iconic line to end this episode. Um, you know, who's the fraud? You're the fraud. Love you, baby. Bye. Uh, you made a note of this and I completely agreed. It did not deliver the way they hyped it up. Yeah. It was kind of like, (laughs) love you, baby. Bye. Like it just didn't hit the same for me as it did in the trailer. Like in the moment I was expecting like a bigger thing and it was just like, Oh, there it is. There it happened. Yeah, just that, that was it. So I think they do that a lot, but like, like even like the Bravo, Bravo, fucking Bravo. Like we all thought that was going to be a big thing That's and it really true. wasn't. That's actually a very good point. So I was like, oh, I'll never learn my lesson though. Cause when I see something in a trailer, I'm like, I can't wait for that moment. And it never lives up. But, um, but overall, I mean, I'm just, I'm curious. So we're going to be on this trip two more episodes and then we have a finale. So we're getting close to the end. Um, I'm just, there's so many things. I'm just curious on how it's going to like end the season and then how knowing Mary doesn't show up to the reunion, how that's all going to play out. Like I could see Meredith using this as an opportunity to throw Mary under the bus and distance herself because it's not going to be good for her image to be connected to Mary much longer. Mm-mm. I mean, she, so. that whole situation, I hope Andy goes in on that on the reunion. Cause I don't understand that. Again, I feel like it all it's like fear based to me. It's like all someone's people are scared of each other and they're yeah. they like go at it hard on the wrong people when they should really be going hard at the certain people. Anyways, I'm done. <laughs> end <laughs> of end of box. story. Yes. End of story. Um, all right. Shout out. Who is your shout out this week? My shout out goes to the Bravo fan community. You guys listening, especially the Reddit um people reddit thread conspiracy find theorists find people detectives yes thank you because we'll go in this on our patreon but literally this fan base like nothing gets past us we can smell bullshit or set like from a miles and miles away so i just think that's kind of awesome that as a community we can bring shit to light and in some ways take people down um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's very like housewife fashion. So I'm going to give it to the Bravo fans. I love that. The Bravo detectives. Yes. Um, thank you. That's a great way to put it. I am giving mine to Carl because I think not only have we seen like his growth on the show, but his watch what happens live. I think it just like, he just is in such a great place. And 
Um, I'm just happy for him. So, and I'm just so obsessed with Summer House right now. So I'm giving mine to Carl. And I just, I love, as a boy mom, I just love that he's like such a mama's boy. Um, so he will always have a soft spot, spot in my heart for that. Well, thank you guys so much for your support and for listening to us. And if you want us to continue to get amazing guests like Lindsay Hubs, please, please, please leave us a five-star rating, a five-star written review. We're so close to 500 um, reviews. I think just, anyway, the number 500, whether I think with the star ratings. So if each of you right now just quickly hit five stars, it would be amazing to kind of hit that goal early in 2022. Um, and it's also a free way to support us. But if you want to skip your Starbucks for the week, um, consider joining our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. We will give you our hot takes on all the things bravo that we didn't that didn't all the things that didn't happen on the show off-screen drama and some pop culture related things you can join our patron patreon.com slash real moms of bravo and with that we will catch you next week you will fail so what everybody does but your gym your watch your yoga pants they pretend you won't so when you miss a day eat the pancakes give up on a workout you failed Seriously, what the hell? We're Body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah. You will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.